Hello, welcome to Blossom and Blaze. We're glad you've joined us. We're here to look at life and work and ask the question, is this what you truly want? How would you feel if you could direct your life to get the outcomes you dream of? How can you make a dampened desire or a forgotten fantasy into your compass for a genuine, fulfilled and prosperous you? We're two insightful coaches who get people to manifest their amazing, authentic selves and be even better than they dreamed. I'm Anna. And I'm Tree. How would it feel to wake up every morning excited and energized to begin your day? We'll explore the habits, beliefs, and approaches that empower us to create our most mindful, fulfilling, and engaging experience, both personally and professionally. Oh, and humor is our wine, though sometimes wine is our wine too. Let's unleash the most breathtaking you. Feed the seed, fire the desire. Here's an extract from our hot seat discussion on purpose-driven success. How can you use your why to navigate your life better? Living someone else's why just never is going to pan out for you. And, you know, it's that lack of intention, you know? It's like, okay, so maybe you live someone else's why, but if you never figure out your own, you're just taking what comes at you. You know what I mean? Where do you stop? Yeah, you're you're living out that you know somebody made you choose a career, somebody made you go in this direction, and you either take another step in that direction or you stop. How many people just stop? Stopping is the most important thing, and reevaluating it because every step is perhaps a step away from you, further down that wrong direction. Exactly, exactly. And then you end up really so far away from where you ever, ever could have been. Or and and then you think, well, it's too late to make a change and do something I really want or really like. And yeah, it's really not, not just think you you really you, would, you probably don't even know where to start. You're just kind of you're you're lost. You just think, I don't even know wh- where I should have which direction to step in. You yeah. know, uh, where, where I came from, you know, a school leaver and now I'm here. What was I good at, at school? But, you know, oh, hang on. I'm not even that same person I was when I was at school. I'm completely exactly. different. So I, I don't even know how to step forward. Who, who am I? What are my values? What, what are my values? I mean, this is a huge question. What okay. are your values? How many people sit down and say, oh, I really value freedom. I really value, I don't know, balance. I don't know how many people do. Right. And if you think about, you know, I think about the college setting, there's no conversation about, you know, well, okay, let's let's talk about our values and our why and our goals. Fortunately, I weave that into the career process because that's such a big part of figuring out, you know, what this daily experience that you want to have is going to be for the next 40 years. You know, you you want an organization that represents your values and goals, but if you don't know what they are, you're not going to find it. No, you may only just find them through being the opposite of what's being imposed on you. you know? Right, right. Exactly, exactly. So do you feel you're clear in your why? Yeah, it's taken me ages. Yes and no. I mean, at the beginning, my why came through where I felt at home because I did acting and it wasn't 
obvious because I've always been a shy person, shy, introverted person. That doesn't necessarily go well with being on stage. <laughs> but there was a time when I was at school where nobody wanted to be the lead actor on stage. It was an end of year performance. And somehow everybody filled up all other roles and there was just this gaping hole, who's gonna be the lead actor and I didn't have a role. So, oh, you know, I didn't actually want to say no. I felt too intimidated to say no. So I said, yes. And I remember the night of the performance, I just thought, oh my God, there's all these mums and dads out there. And from backstage, I was absolutely cringing and terrified. But then the lights went out and I was supposed to come on stage. I came on stage in the darkness and then the lights just gently went up and I had all these lights staring at me in my face. And then I just heard silence and I thought, wow, this is the sound of people giving me full attention. Wow, just feel this. And for some weird reason, inexplicable reason, I thought, I felt at home, you know? I just felt, wow, actually not bad. This is actually quite comfortable, you know? Quite, it's like my home. And then I started to speak. And as I was speaking, I thought, quite like being somebody else on stage. This is quite nice. And that was the start of my acting career. Wow. So is it there... was totally unexpected. Totally unexpected. Well, I can imagine I would be... You know, I mean, what an interesting reaction to have to that, because I could see how silence could be rather intimidating, you know, or rather, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the the, ten, the the potential for blanking out when all eyes and ears are on you. I could see that be being a different reaction there. That's amazing. I think I entered in like another zone. I don't know if there are words for it these days. You know, you enter flow, you enter a zone or whatever. And yeah. without even trying, I entered it. This new mental space, it's always there, you know, this zone. Yeah. yeah. But people are afraid they won't get there, they won't enter it, you know, are they just going to be their own nervous self? But for some reason, I could relax into it. And what, and I think the lights for some reason helped me. It was like a, you know, when lighting can change, lighting changes my mood a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got a, yeah. Mm -hmm. And if a different lighting is on you, it's like almost a different world, a different reality. And so I kind of, my mental, I had a mental shift into a different reality as well. That is so interesting. I mean, I could see so well how that would translate to helping speakers do their thing so i think a lot of people haven't had that experience that you just described and they go out there and they might you know you just to me that was very magical that you just there's like such a good story that you know you loved that you loved you know suddenly eyes and time and attention were on you i think it's yeah and that was that was amazing on the stage. Yeah, I really didn't expect that. But I think that also everybody, I think I can imagine in an interview as well, that you can be nervous, you sit down, and then you meet this person you've never met before, your interviewer. And for some reason, you find a kind of a rapport, you find a path to go along, you know, you connect. And once you make that connection, somehow it just... You're, you reach another, you, you're not in the frightened zone anymore. 
right you've moved you made a mental shift right right but being able to make the connection that's that's the the worrying bit will it happen won't it happen right and i think there are different things that you can do to prepare yourself for easing into that shift yeah i mean it's not just like going in cold i think it goes back to knowing why you're doing it what you're doing you know right yeah. it, it all yeah. connects with each other rather than right. yeah yeah, rather than just that, you know, tactical, I must connect with somebody. It's a very different. Exactly. If you're just chasing the connection, it won't happen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's very internal and external all at the same time. It's really such a nice, nice feeling. I, I had a similar feeling, not as poetic as yours, but as a dancer. I mean, I was a dancer growing up and I too, I was a shy kid. And, you know, the idea, if I had thought about, oh, I'm going to be seen by all these different moms and dads in the audience, and then bigger crowds, the older I got, if I had thought about that and intellectualized that, I would have been terrified. But I loved dance, you know, and I loved the movement. I knew the movement. It made me feel good. I was, you know, I had some skill at it, and it was just fun. I remember in particular a solo that I had. It was a maybe a three-minute dance, but this is I was a teenager, but all eyes, yeah, all eyes on me. And you know, it was something involving a you know stay, you know, a one-leg pose with you know bringing my leg up behind me. And if you fell during that, you know, you couldn't exactly cover. But it was exciting and and, and thrilling, and it really helped me just you know. I feel very in tune with myself and, and my why was there. My why was very much, you know. You were utterly connected to what you were doing. You were totally engaged. Completely. And therefore, and if you're going for a job that has elements where you totally resonate with it, you know, the the, the what the company does or the history of the company or the, the you know, what it stands for, if you totally resonate, then you connect then all ideas of actually connecting the effort to connect go away because you're in it you know you're you're talking your talk it's your language exactly and you're those those little concerns that you have if you weren't in that zone you know the concerns of you know what will this person think or you know what if i don't say or do this quite right that goes like that when you're in yeah. the flow yeah, yeah. so flow yeah yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. The why is really central, isn't it? It's really key. Yep. Completely key. And that's, you know, I think then you can start to think about how that extends beyond the the container of just that experience, just that presentation or just that interview, because it it really has that, you know, kind of reverberation effect where it bleeds into other aspects of your life, too, of course. So and people pick up on it. That interviewer will pick up on it. That audience will be mesmerized by it. Exactly. Exactly. And isn't that what life is about, right? Yeah. And, and the world will be better because we'll all be vibrating. <laughs> 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 it's that ripple effect, you know? Like, it is. you know, just think like after you do a great job at a job interview, whether or not you get this job, you leave there walking out. Or, you know, you hang up from the Zoom call and you feel good, you're happy, you're confident, you're, you say something nice to your family, you, you know what I mean? 
versus mm-hmm. the opposite. And same with the presentation. If it's well-received, you've done it, you've been in the zone, the people you encounter are going to, to really pick up on that, the joyous vibe that you have. Exactly. And they come back to you. They they come and meet you afterwards and they say, wow, that was great. You know, they share their energy. It's fantastic. And can you imagine if everybody lived their why, if everybody was in the truth zone? Yeah. Oh, gosh. What a world we'd live in. It would be, yeah, it would just be such a, you know, like a well-oiled flowing machine that would really, really be a beautiful place to be. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll check out our other ones. Now, did you know that as well as being extraordinary life coaches, we both have our own specialities. Tree is a mindful, high-performance career coach. So if you'd like help flourishing in your dream job, contact her at tree, T-R-I-E, at reimaginemonday.com. And if you'd like help with public speaking or presentations, you can come to me. I help speakers stand out and be remembered for all the right reasons. My email is connect at superpowerspeaking.com. Till next time, keep thriving. We want you to blossom and blaze.